Welcome to the Apricity Podcast. My name is Sion Camille. Today I'm going to talk about jealousy, envy, and comparison, and how I recently learned to use these feelings as a pathway for inspiration and learning some of my deepest desires, and also as a catalyst for growth and change. So I think when jealousy comes up, we usually have the immediate response of being disgusted with ourselves, when really jealousy is an extremely human response. If we go back and look at humans throughout evolution at any time, they did whatever they could to stay a part of the pack. And so jealousy usually is just our alarm clock going off telling us that we're under threat, we might lose our place. I used to define jealousy and envy as the same thing, but I recently learned that they're actually two pretty different things. When I look up the definition of jealous, it's fiercely protective of one's rights or possessions. And when I look up envy, it's a desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attribute belonging to someone else. Jealousy is fear of losing what you have, and envy is wanting what someone else has. Both jealousy and envy can come up anywhere. It can come up in career, relationships, friendships. In today's episode, I'm just going to break it down by talking about jealousy first, and then we'll dive into envy, and then we'll end with comparison and answering some questions from Instagram that you guys sent me. I find it really helpful to learn from certain areas of my life where maybe I've overcome something and apply that to somewhere else where I haven't quite overcome it. In modern medicine, often the approach is to treat the symptoms and not the root cause. So I used to go to the doctor for hormone imbalance issues. I still do. I have hypothyroidism and PCOS. And initially when I went to the doctor, the first thing the doctors did after they got my blood tests was recommend a bunch of medications for me to go on. When I asked about each medication, the doctor said, oh, this one will help with the hair loss, this one will help with the blood sugar and the mood swings, this one will help with your depression, this one will help with your anxiety, and I never really understood the root cause of this imbalance and the lifestyle factors I was taking that contributed to it. I don't think it's because I had a bad doctor, I just think that This is a very common thing in medicine to try to treat the symptoms instead of the root cause of the issue. And I think jealousy can be seen the same way. We want to avoid feeling jealous, but I think that when we treat the symptoms and not the root, we're just putting a band-aid over it and we don't actually really feel better. With my hormone imbalance, I learned to eat differently for my hormones. I came off of the medication, I learned how to move from my body correctly, and then I actually truly felt better. I think that we can look at jealousy the same way. Jealousy is our mind and body's way of telling us that we don't want to lose something. And 
I think the best way to work through jealousy, just like the best way to work through an illness, is to understand the root cause and not the symptoms. Because I think often we will walk by someone on the street who is incredibly beautiful and will feel bad inside after maybe. And we want to learn how to make that feeling go away. But we need to understand why that feeling is even coming up. What is the root fear behind this thing? Because the girl walking by on the street is not the real problem. I'll give you an example of a time that I worked through my jealousy. Often relationships is an area where people get very jealous because the scariest thing to lose usually is the person you love. I was hurt really badly by someone who was dishonest with me. And without getting too much into it, the person I was with talked to a lot of other girls while we were together. I was completely blindsided when I found out. I had no idea. And because I love this person, I tried to work things out. But I continued to look into who they were talking to and who they'd followed on Instagram and whose photos they were liking. And these weren't things I had done prior to being hurt. They were definitely low self-worth actions that I was performing as a way to attempt to protect myself from getting hurt again. And I would feel jealous even when they would just look at other people on the street. And when it came down to it, it really wasn't about the other girls. It wasn't about the photos on Instagram. It wasn't about any of that. It was, I had lost my confidence. And I was also with someone who I knew didn't really know my worth. I think often the things that we get jealous of aren't really even what we actually care about. It's usually our fear of losing this other person or our fear of not being seen or our fear of not being heard. It really does all come down to fear. And I think once I was able to dig up the limiting belief below all of this, then I was able to work through it. And of course, me and this person ended up no longer being together because I just realized that that was no way to live my life. And some of these habits carried into healthier relationships that I had later on. Sometimes the problem isn't the person you're with. It's what you're projecting onto people who are in front of you. And I was projecting my past onto people in my present. If you've ever held a butterfly, they're very delicate creatures. And I think love is very similar to butterflies. You put your hand out and the butterfly lands on it gently. When you don't grip onto it tight, when you don't close the butterfly inside the palms of your hands, if the butterfly is no longer meant to stay there, then it simply won't. It'll fly away and your time with that butterfly will end. But when you put a butterfly inside your hands and you hold it super tight and you crush it, it has no room to breathe, it has no space. When it comes to love, you are 
in addition to each other's lives, not each other's whole lives. Love is about appreciation, not ownership. Something else I've realized is everyone has a different way of expressing love and expressing gratitude and being in a friendship and being in a relationship. It's really important to define what boundaries are important for you when you're with someone and communicate that because people don't just know how to act. You have to tell them what you need from them, what you want from them. There's this saying I've heard a lot and it's if they wanted to, they would. And I think to some extent that's true, but also you have to tell them what it is that they should be doing if they don't already know. Communication can really help get rid of a lot of jealousy. What I think people experience more than jealousy is envy. Envy is when you want something that you don't have, that someone else has. And what I've learned is that envy can be one of the strongest ways to figure out what you truly want and work towards it and actually create the life that you really desire. I used to be really envious of others then kind of spiral into a victim mentality. I would say, oh, if I looked like that, then I would do this. If I had that money, then I would do this. If I, you name it. And then I would just feel kind of sorry for myself that I didn't have those things or I didn't look that way. This is a really dangerous way to live because I think that is just speaking into the universe that you have lack and then attracting more of that lack. But if you harness that power that you get from envy and you use it as a catalyst for change, it is so powerful. And all it starts with is just believing at your core that you're worthy of the thing you desire. I'm going to give you guys an example. I'm about to enter my final semester of college and my major is media studies, which means I take a lot of different classes in the media realm. I've taken film classes, I've taken audio engineering classes, and when I took audio engineering, I was a complete beginner, and there were a lot of people in my class that had been editing for years, and that were already making music, and I was like, this is just not fair. It's not fair that I'm in a class filled with people who have more skills than I do, and I'm being graded on the same level as them. I kind of sat in that this is not fair mentality for a while until I realized that was not going to get me what I wanted. What I truly wanted was to become really good at editing. It's funny because I have taken my audio engineering classes now, multiple classes, and I only recently I've realized that if I really want to get good at editing, it comes down to practicing and putting in the work and not comparing where I'm at to where others are at. This envy that I've had towards other people who are just really good at it can be used as a catalyst for growth. I can look at what they're doing and say, hey, this is something... I'm taking from what they're doing and they're really strong in this area and maybe I can become strong in that area. Using envy as a form of inspiration. I think a place that envy can be really common is when we look at others on social media. 
it can be really easy to look at your cup as half empty. And the reality of it is everyone is putting the best version of themselves out on social media. It's not an accurate representation of real life. You are most likely comparing your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. I got this exercise from Jay Shetty that I found to be super helpful where you write down what success means for you physically, mentally, financially, emotionally, and spiritually, and then work towards that level of success. Prioritize which one matters the most to you. For me, spiritual success is the most important thing. So I spend a lot of my time reading a lot of books. But if someone is, let's say, a personal trainer, their idea of success most likely physically will be much higher than mine. So I think understanding that it's not even really fair to compare yourself to people who are working towards something different than you because you guys are going to put your energy into things differently. I used to look at models and I would compare my version of physical success to theirs. And I don't think I really took in the work that they put into keeping their bodies the way they do. The diet, the team they work with, the amount of things they have to say no to. And when you look at it like that, you realize nobody really has it all. People choose their struggle and they make sacrifices to reach their goal. Figuring out your strengths and your priorities is huge. I used to tell myself I was very unintelligent. And this is because math was extremely hard for me. I struggled a lot in school with math. I barely passed my math classes growing up. And I just told myself I wasn't intelligent. On the other hand, I was a very strong writer. As it turns out, I was just focusing on the wrong side of the coin. I was focusing on my weaknesses instead of my strengths know your strengths and use those when working towards whatever your version of success is. Looking at those categories, physically, what are my strengths? Mentally, what are my strengths? Emotionally, what are my strengths? Spiritually, what are my strengths? A place where I think working through jealousy and envy can be safe is doing shadow work. Also, I think when it comes to envy, understanding what it is you're really desiring. It's important to pause and understand what it is your soul is actually craving. Maybe with jealousy, it's just as important too. I used to envy people who were van lifers, which is a very specific subgenre of people who a lot of them make their income doing social media. And I realized I didn't actually necessarily want all of the things that came with being a van lifer. I did desire, however, the freedom that they had and the ability to make money through their creativity, through their, a lot of them, the words they would share, the experiences they would share. And once I got down to understanding what I really desired, I had to kind of map out what were my steps 
to gaining that freedom, to working towards having a more creative career. And I don't think I have all the answers yet (laughs) when it comes to those things. I'm continually working on it. Once I got that core desire of wanting more freedom, I had to figure out what it looked like for me to express that. Maybe that did mean saving up more money so that I could go on trips. I actively work towards freedom in all aspects of my life because I recognized that this theme kept coming up when I would look at a lot of different creators on the internet. I would look at these people who painted and they would share their paintings without any worry. I think right now I'm actively practicing that freedom by speaking into this microphone. Freedom to put the foods into my body that I truly want to. Freedom to not be held to the expectations of others. Just because my core desire is freedom, it doesn't mean I need to go out and get a van right now and live on the road. It just means that I should actively try to practice that in my life. And then I will, as a result, attract more of that in my life. And I think a really good way to use social media to your advantage in these situations is to look at others who have what you desire, whether it be someone who runs a successful podcast, someone who is an amazing artist. We can get inspired from these people, get more clear about what our vision is, get more clear about what we want to create. That brings me to the topic of comparison. The grass is always greener on the other side. It's so easy to look at anything and want the opposite because you already have that thing. It's easy to look at someone else's life and see all the pieces that may feel missing in yours. Someone else's beauty is not the absence of your own. So on Instagram, I asked you guys to ask me questions about jealousy, envy, and comparison. Somebody asked me how to get over the idea of competition with other people. Focus on collaboration over competition. People are stronger in numbers. If you look at the most listened to people on Spotify, all of them have something in common. Almost all of them. They collaborate with other artists. In my own experience, I have grown a lot creatively when I work with others. I learn from them. They learn from you. Some areas where they may be stronger, you may be weaker. Some areas where you may be stronger, they may be weaker. Build a herd, if you will, and lift each other up. How to get over insecurity that is the cause of envy. I think that you have to build your confidence. Do things that make you feel confident. Live in a way that makes you feel confident. Surround yourself with people that make you feel confident. And go back to what is the root of that insecurity? And the last question for today, someone asked how to stop getting jealous. Here's the thing. I don't know if jealousy ever 100% dissipates in any person. I do know that the more we listen to our emotions, the more we feel them, the more we 
let go when necessary, the easier it is to make peace with what is. And sometimes making peace with what is is not getting rid of that thing completely. It's just accepting it. And I think that peace with what is is a really powerful mantra for anyone who is working through hard emotions. That is all for today's podcast. If you want to send me in some podcast topic ideas or have any feedback, my Instagram is at Camille. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, night, wherever you are. Love your friend, Sion.